Welcome to Hashtag Scripture, your sophisticatedly ratchet word delivery system. Call us Deliveroo because we are serving you the word, the juiciest word, the best word, the primal word of God with extra sauce. Okay, the sauce that never runs dry, the sauce that is always fresh, the sauce that is overflowing and bountiful and lovely. We serve you the word of God with extra sauce. I really need to know what sauce that is so that I can get it. We, we need to make our, our own sauce. sauce. Um, Wait, it's a bit touching, a bit touching, a bit touching. On hashtag scripture, that's the Bible in action. When you see hashtag scripture <laughs> source in your local supermarket, when you see it next to you, you'll know we've arrived. Levi Ruth, so, hey God, the source. If Levi Ruth can do it, we can also do it. Let's also have healing power. Listen, <laughs> we're going to put anointing oil in the sauce. And we're going to put in anointing oil. <laughs> on hashtag scripture, we are discussing everyday topics informed by an everlasting God. Now, guys, you know the regular disclaimer, but this time we really, really mean it. Like, we really, really mean it, guys. You need to get yourself into a very, very lonely place just by yourself. <laughs> or, like, draw the blinds and everything. Don't let nobody see you, okay? Because this episode right here... Right, her, right, right her. her. I love it when you do that right there. Just down your her. I love it when you do that right there. <laughs> Sorry, God's still working on me. Anyways, <laughs> this episode is really gonna just um, it's gonna hurt some people's feelings, but rest of it is he who's not offended in me. That's that scripture. So just be careful out here in these streets, okay, people. Okay. Before we go any further, I'm really going to need you to share this with your Before we go any further, I'm really going to need you to share this with your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your fiance, okay? Your fiance, um, the boy you're crushing on, the girl you're feeling, share it with the men's ministry, share it with the singles ministry, share it with the women's ministry, share it, share it, share it, because um, this is going to be real, real. It's going to stimulate a lot of conversation within your community. It's going to make the group chat lit. Okay? It will literally make the group chat lit. So, I share mean, it. every episode will make the group chat lit. But obviously, this one, but, especially. You know. And if they want to find out more about us, and if you want to find out more about us, you can follow us on Instagram, hashtag scripture, Facebook, hashtag scripture, Twitter, HT scripture. We're Googleable. Just type in hashtag scripture. You can listen to us on SoundCloud, hashtag scripture, iTunes podcast hashtag scripture and you can sign up to support our ministry on patreon which is really guys it's honestly by the grace of god that we've been able to sustain this thus far and um with your help we can take it further and we can go bigger and better and longer and produce amazing content so with your support via patreon we can continue to produce hashtag scripture and we give you stuff you know how we like giving people stuff we give you stuff we like stuff okay so there is definitely rewards and it's not just in more of us there's more good stuff mm-hmm. okay Thank and there's you. extra content on there as well guys so you get to see what we really really think you know what i mean not that we hold like, back any, at <laughs> any point of our lives <laughs> there's no restraint <laughs> so the word on the street is some of us will not leave the house unless we are looking good enough to eat we're dressing to kill our faces are beat to the gods who's god mind you i really don't know we are doing buffy the vampire slayer to look so good that people pass out in the streets so the question is is it okay for a christian to look like a snack the topics we'll be covering today are what is modesty 
<coughs> are Christians allowed to look attractive? Can we look sexy? Can we look like a spice? And then we're going to just do a bit of a heart check at the end and ask ourselves some questions, just trying to figure out when we're going too far with this whole modesty thing, as in far on any side of the spectrum. So... Okay, so firstly, um, what So is... don't we need to introduce ourselves, Tina? Yay! The last time she got on to me because I started introducing ourselves halfway through. My name is Tina. <laughs> and my name is Femi. Welcome to Hashtag Scripture. But you already know that. But it's good for us to be polite, <clears throat> which we're not usually. Okay, so firstly, um, modesty. What is modesty? Now, modesty is a controversial topic, especially when you throw God into the mix. Some simply cannot fathom which is true, I can understand. Some simply cannot fathom amidst all the great injustices in the world, all the things that are going wrong with the world, all the pressing issues that God actually cares if a girl wears skin tight, ripped jeans with the word juicy on the ass. Like, does does God actually care? Really, does he care? Um, but in the end, it is the word of God that should really drive our discussion about modesty. And obviously, because we're hashtag scripture, we're going to give you the word. So what with has God... With extra sauce. <laughs> So what has God revealed about it? First and foremost, um, a biblical definition of modesty must focus on the heart. If it doesn't focus on the heart, if you're going to a service or a ministry and they're talking about modesty and they're not focusing on the heart, get out, walk out, pick your bed and go. Okay? (laughs) It should be focused on ministry. No? It should be focused on the heart. Okay? Biblical modesty is primarily about our motivations. In addition, modest dress is also about discernment, having an awareness of others and our environment. Okay, so being aware of what's happening around you, being aware of the people around you, okay, having good intentions for people. Okay, this is annoying, and I can understand why it would be annoying because you're so tempted to say, Oh my gosh, if my if my elbow turns you on, then you have an issue, or if my armpit turns you on, then you have an issue, or if, armpit, the, ba- you know. if the back of my knees turns you on, then Ooh. you have an issue. Because in some churches, <laughs> like you can't, you have to wear sleeves, your dress has to your skirt has to be partial knees you know what i mean like if there if if the, the crack of my ass no i'm joking whoa if, <laughs> now that one we do need to cover just for separate reasons that's but not even about modesty if, if my elbow turns you on then just close your eyes and it we're very tempted to just be like mind your own business but that's not right it's still not right okay first timothy 2 8 to 10 is our scripture reading and it says this is paul obviously banging out some text i desire that women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control not with braided hair and gold or pearls or costly attire but with what is proper for women who profess godliness with good work so that's first timothy 2 8 to 10 so let's try and break down what he's saying here and what god is saying here what is modesty and what modesty is not modesty is not anti-fashion he's not saying that you should be wearing clothes from the backyard okay paul said we should adorn ourselves so we can look nice we can dress up but let it be respectable and i think that's not an issue you can actually put on clothes and still be respectable you don't have to um dress in a way that is not respectable of yourself and other people around you modesty is about your heart so being full of godliness and good works which means you are focused on worshiping god and not seeking attention if your main and and first like if your main purpose is to for the opposite sex to look at you or to be attractive to other 
to the opposite sex, then you have an issue. We have an issue. We definitely have an sex. issue. Or the, the same sex. It's not about seeking attention. Even if it's not the opposite sex, even if it's like, I want everyone to look at me and be like, oh my gosh, your outfit is so fly. Teach me, bro. Teach me, teach me. <laughs> trying to be like you. You know what I mean? Where'd you get like that belt from? No, those crepes, the crepes are loud, innit? Oh my gosh, your trim is loud. I can't hear you. You're like, fair enough. You know what I mean? Like, it's about worshiping God and not seeking attention. Every we people should be drawn to us and drawn to Christ, not just drawn to us and stay there. Um, so that's, that's the Ooh. issue. Modesty is about behavior and attitude, and not just clothing. You can be fully dressed like a dustbin and still be acting like a hoe. Okay, so modesty isn't just about what you wear; it's about how you behave. You can be look. You can actually wear a trash can and still be moving like a hoe. So it really is not so much about what you're wearing it's about the conduct your behavior your character your attitude okay so that's why we needed to break it down because i feel like some people just didn't know right modesty finally and is if you don't know now you know you know very well who we are anyway modesty is freedom it's not oppression you're no one is punishing you <laughs> no one is punishing you it's not that serious it's not that deep just relax okay modesty is freedom it's not oppression paul says women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with self-control did you know that actually the, the ability to master yourself the ability to yeah. control yourself is actually very very liberating yeah. okay this might be better understood as self-mastery being of sound mind or being in control of one's impulses and appetites is self-mastery is freedom okay it can also link to sexual nuances like being able to totally control your romantic and erotic desires again is self-mastery you are liberating people don't get it confused with oh yeah i'm sexually free and so that's why i can be modest no 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 no. those two things are completely different Mm -hmm. being able to master your desires your urges is liberating what do you think forms yeah, I agree. And I just think, to be honest with you, that um, people mistake modesty for the opposite of sexual. And it's it's not. It's not inherently to do with sex at all. It's, modesty is about pride. It's about the absence of pride ra- rather than the absence of sex. Um, in this hypersexualized world, we like to think that everything is about either there is sex or there isn't sex. But, you know, it's just not the case when it comes to modesty. Um, if we look at the two meaning of the scripture that Tina read again, it says that um, I desire that I desire, and then obviously it talks about the men, and then that the women should adorn themselves in respectable apparel with modesty and self-control, not with braided hair, gold or pearls or costly attire, but with what is proper for women to, who profess godliness with good works. When we read on to verse 11, um, we see that it's nothing to do with sexual attraction at all, but it is in fact the opposite, it's about um, submission. Why would you not be able to submit to someone unless they're a complete moron or they're evil or something? The only only other reason would be pride. So in verse 11, it then says, let a woman learn in silence with all submission. And I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but be in silence. When someone says I live a modest lifestyle, it's not that I live a sex-free lifestyle or a sexless lifestyle. It's that I live a lifestyle that isn't expensive or that isn't flamboyant or, you know, glamorous. You know, it's more about I live a humble lifestyle. I'm I'm a person of humble means, not I'm a person of no romance or, you know, I'm just not, yeah, I don't have sex or it's not not really about that. Um, If we, even if we look at the dictionary definition of modesty, there's three um the first one is the quality or state of being unassuming in the estimation of one's ability so that's when you're basically modest about you know 
your skills, your skill set. Like, oh, I could, I, I'm not that good at it. Like, you know, I'm, I'm okay. That's like modesty and sometimes false modesty or whatever. Um, secondly, it's then, um, oh, actually, sorry. And the synonym of that is humility. The second definition is then the quality of being relatively moderate limited or small in amount rate or level so that's then talking about actual quantities quantities of things um and the synonym for that is moderation so mm. again we're, it's talking about quantity it's talking about the 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 quantity of how much you own how much you earn mm. um there again the third um meaning definition mm. i was looking for another word because i don't use that word too many times but whatever um is behavior manner or appearance intended to avoid impropriety or indecency so here we can kind of see something to almost do with sex when it says indecency but again the synonyms of that are unpretentiousness and simplicity plainness lack of pretension inexpensiveness so we can see that it's it's about not mm. being too extravagant it's about mm. not being too glamorous rather mm. than not being too sexual yeah. and i think that's really really important to understand because if we think it's about sex we kind of distort and corrupt the meaning of it and then yeah. it's harder for us to understand and then implement it in our own lives yeah um when we look at it like not not being sexy but not exhibiting pride if mm. that makes sense mm. I get, you get what i'm trying to say um um, and not being boastful it completely transforms how we relate to modesty because then it places the onus completely on us yeah. rather than on someone else yeah. because like tina was saying oftentimes when we're thinking about modesty we kind of think oh well you should just close your eyes you don't have to look you know why why are um why are other people um looking at me and then telling me that i'm not modest they could just close their eyes and not lust over me then everything is fine mm. where it's not really about that it's about your personal pride and about mm. how you see yourself mm. um so you, you notice that the Bible doesn't say do not wear short skirts or do not wear tight clothing because it wasn't part of the dress at the time. Mm. But I'm sure there were people around the time who would wear like inappropriate. inappropriate clothing, but it wasn't necessarily talking about that kind of clothing. It would have said it. It was talking about mm. more about gold and pearls mm. because it wanted to um, it wanted to make the point that we shouldn't be spending a lot of money on things. Mm. And so if um, if it was written now at this time, it, rather than saying um, bra- don't you know adorn yourself with braided hair and gold and pearls, maybe it would have said don't adorn yourself with. Gucci and Louboutins or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Gucci gang, Gucci gang, Gucci gang. <laughs> um, yeah, so that is... Yeah, that's what I think. Yeah. And so we got like a little news flash thing. Yes. Yeah. News flash. News flash. News flash. So, okay. So, disclaimer. The news flash is not necessarily new and it's not necessarily news. So that's just something that you just <laughs> need to know before you think that we're trying to give you the news. Um, we wanted to talk about Ariana Grande and um, Megan Good. Yeah, so yeah. Um, Ariana, Ariana Grande went to Shirley Caesar, Aretha Franklin. Aretha Franklin. She's, she's alive and cooking. <laughs> went to Aretha Franklin's funeral and she was ministering. I say ministering that she's in the, in the choir. She was, a, she was singing um at the funeral and there was a bishop i kind of what his name is we'll find it and you know what we're talking about there was a bishop you know who you are and, we don't um, need to say your name and he after she had finished ministering he was unnecessarily very tactile now prelude to this ariana grande has gone to a black funeral in uh with, with predominantly 95 percent of the attendees 
are black Christians, okay? And she's wearing a very, very, very short dress um, with, with some sheer panels to the side, to the top and to the back, okay? So she's dressed, I wouldn't say scantily clad, but she's fully clothed. As in her breasts are covered, her, her bum's covered. You can't see her vagina. Really? You can, Sorry, not <laughs> But it is, a short, it is a short dress. It is a bit figure hugging and there are sheer panels to the rear right to the rear <laughs> okay so after she finishes singing now the bishop is now like you know you know the after <laughs> it's so stupid um you know the after thing i'll tell us more about yourself or how are you feeling but instead of him doing it like as in separate entities he's hugging her and not only is he hugging her but he is literally performing a mastectomy like he's literally <laughs> he's literally just groping her side boob like literally completely in and not just groping as in he's massaging because he's moving his hands it's not exactly steady if it was like i'm hugging you boom firm no he's like moving her side boob like literally what's it no not mastectomy mammogram mastectomy is when you get yeah. is when you get your breast taken off right mammogram he's performing a mammogram on ariana grande and you can see that she's visibly um a little bit perturbed by it and the whole of black twitter christian twitter went off on him like who are you touching um so that was one issue second one is megan good now we love us some megan good megan good is an actress she's also newly married i'm gonna say newly but they've been married maybe like five years now um newly married to um pastor um what's his name devon yeah Devon Franklin, um, who's I a Seventh Day Adventist. Yeah, Seventh Day Adventist pastor. Not that that matters, but he married to I a pastor. And um, she w- went to a... She's always been a Christian, but obviously has had peaks and troughs in her relationship with God, which is like everybody else said, no one should judge. But she went to an award show. She had a quite a, she had a dress that was quite low cut and it was very booby. Like very, you couldn't see her areola. There was no darkness on show, but it was very, very booby. And Christians had a really big deal um with it some christians like oh my gosh how can you be a christian you got your whole you got your chest out how can you be a pastor's wife yeah and how can you how can you be a christian first and then how can you be a pastor's wife second and you got your breast out of doors and so it was it was a big issue and if you go further back even like erica campbell and her tight white dress that everybody made the biggest deal out of uh so we've got a couple issues floating around in christendom with regards to modesty so do we think that someone should have told Ariana to change her dress? I feel like everybody is like, I feel like, no. I feel like they shouldn't have said you have to change because the pastor may grope you. Like, I no, feel- not because the pastor may grope for you, but just because, 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 because it was, because he would have done that regardless of what she was wearing. I'd give you that for free. He would have, he would have, he is unnecessarily tactile. Yeah, like he, I don't think that, oh, the dress is what spurred him to, because it wasn't even that kind of dress. It wasn't necessarily like the tight. It was an A-line dress. You know, it had I mean? feathers on so, the, the like it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't like a tight, oh, inviting, Body come and touch me dress. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So he would have done that anyway. But still, people were offended by the dress. Even before, like before I even saw the um the groping stuff mm. i saw the death and i was like people are gonna make a big deal out of this i know i think do we what think was the that she biggest... should have been advised i don't i don't or... necessarily think so because i feel like on her camp this is what happened when you commercialize the home going of somebody mm-hmm. that was not a funeral service for Aretha franklin that was some next it was a half award show that was some or next some kind of, of 16 yeah. hour marathon of the super bowl like literally it was it was so commercialized yeah. it had turned into something that wasn't reverent at yeah. all it wasn't something that it, it wasn't going to lay someone to rest mm-hmm. you know in peace and before 
the Lord. It wasn't a home going as we would call a home going. It wasn't like, okay, Aretha Franklin's gone home to be with the Lord. I just felt like Aretha Franklin was in the back chilling, you know, <laughs> because they're just having a party out here. And so first and foremost, the issue was with the way that the event was commercialized because if it had been publicized as a reverent um occasion she and her camp her stylists are not stupid their stylists read the the information or whatever before any event you know i mean they're not gonna intentionally especially when you're with black folk and older folk you're not going to intentionally dress inappropriate because there's no one that you're trying to check for it's not like oh my gosh it's the mtv awards and she Mm. wants to get publicity no it's a funeral so i feel like first and foremost the issue was with the event which allowed her to come in whatever she wanted to wear Mm -hmm. literally just had to be black yeah, and so I think that's the issue. Whether people should have told her, "Girl, you need to get changed." Mm. I don't know, child, because I'm sure there would have been some uh, some woman who is, you know, on the usher board who had a tight bodycon dress trying to look for her next husband. Okay, so I feel like it, it could have been broad and wide open. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as for the actual pastor or priest or bishop or whatever his name, whatever his title is, I don't really care about <laughs> titles. Um, like. Sir, <laughs> sir, don't don't touch women like that. You don't that. need to. You do don't need it. to. It's just unnecessary. Like I who don't get it. You? Uh-uh. Uh, who? I mean, because you've never met this woman before. You don't know her from anywhere. Like in terms of being too friendly, I think just respect people's personal space. And now that's a lesson that you've learned. Um, yeah. Anyway. Don't get me mad. Issue, issue, issue. Don't get me mad. With the Megan Good stuff, you can catch it on our Patreon. Go to uh, patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture um, and sponsor us from, I think it's from like £3.80 a month. It's like $5 a month. Um, and you can catch the extra content about Megan Good and us reacting to the video of some church mum trying to tell her about herself. Ciao. Just girl. go and see. Just go and see <laughs> how we reacted because really it was very serious. Okay. Back to the, the topic at hand. Are Christians allowed to look like a snack. Are they allowed to look attractive, Tina? Okay, so first and foremost, Christians are allowed to look attractive. I don't understand why Christians have to be ugly. Um, how why they have to be unattractive. Yeah, and, and why they have you know. to look wretched and you know look like we've been struggling through the the mountains and the valleys of Calcutta. <laughs> you know, like that's not we no Christians are allowed to look attractive. We're allowed to look like. <laughs> we're allowed to look human. I don't understand. Of course, we're allowed to look attractive. Can we look like a snack, child? This is where it's a difference. For me, guys, you know how real and raw I am. And I, I think obviously God is still working on me with this because God's maybe my um, my views may, may ruffle now. a few holy feathers. Um, I may be speaking the most profane and unprofitable talk known to man, but this is just in the, in this present time, I care as thou not. Um listen, when I when <laughs> I care as thou not. Okay, I care as care as well not. Okay, listen, when my man sees me, notice I said my man, I don't care about any other man seeing me. When my man, as in that's mine, my betrothed, okay? When my, when my man sees me, 
I need his mind to scatter. Like I need it to just vacate to the left and to the right. I need his mind to, to scatter. Left, to I need left. his soul to shift. There has to be a mm. shifting in the atmosphere. You know, I need him to forget his name, national insurance number. I need him to be drooling. I need him to almost comatose for the next 48 to 72 hours. I need my man to look at me and be like, Jesus Christ is Lord. Shadrach, Meshach, Abednego and the donkey. Like I need him to have all of those thoughts and feelings when he sees me. What's That's just me. About That's just me. Like I need him to call Nebuchadnezzar to help him from the valley. <laughs> like this is what I need. I need him to look like that. That's just me. I need him to just be like, I cannot even breathe. Oh my gosh, clutch my chest. He should be walking around with, what do you, what's those things? Those shock machines? Are they defibrillators? Yeah. I need him to walk around. Like, if he comes to check me, have in your backpack first aid kit because I need you to perform CPR on yourself after you've seen Sorry, me. Sorry, I need you to perform CPR on your own self. Like, okay. That's what I'm wow. going to need you to wow. do. As in, so that's the level of attractiveness I want my man you know, I want the level of checkness. I want my man to see me as, you know, um, I, I'm not a snack boo. Okay. I'm a five course meal, not included entree and dessert. Okay. I'm a whole, so you're a seven course meal. I'm just, I'm lots of stuff. I'm seven, uh, seven, is number, lots of stuff. seven is a number of perfection. So yes, I'm a seven course meal. Okay. I need him to nearly fall down and die. That's what I need. I need to look lickable. I want you to look at me and be like, I want to lick you. Sometimes I do that before me. I'm like, I want to lick you. I want to kiss you. I want to touch your bum. I want to touch your breast. This is me and for me. Okay? We're not lesbians, but that's Help me. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's just how I am. Now, saying that, I said all of that to say. <laughs> I said what I said. <laughs> I said all of that to say, that doesn't mean that I'm naked. Mm-hmm. You know, he, that me looking lookable, me, him having to um, perform resuscitation on himself doesn't mean that I'm naked. Doesn't mean that I'm wearing leather and lace. Doesn't mean that I'm doing dominatrix. Um, <laughs> it doesn't mean that he can see my areola or he areola. can catch it <laughs> or, he's cu- or he's caught a glimpse of my vagina. It simply means that I am looking like his idea of aesthetically pleasing or I look, I'm aesthetically pleasing to him that's just what it means when i say i want him to nearly fall down and die when he sees me okay um i'm wearing what we both like me in and i think that's just what it is when i say i want to look appealing or attractive to my man okay i'm smelling good my hair is nice face is smooth my nails are done simple like i want to look attractive to my man now if I'm going to do cleavage, because it may happen, okay? If I'm going to do cleavage, it's a cute amount. You're not going to see my areola, you know? You're really, there's a, a biggest animal that just flew into this room. <laughs> the animal is large. The animal is flying. It's a triceratops. The animal <laughs> triceratops. is flying. Okay, this is a fly, right? As in, so if I'm going to do cleavage, it's going to be a cute amount. You're not going to see, I mean, and I have, I'm quite, um, well endowed is that the correct terms in my notes, if you're talking I, about your penis okay that's it's not the correct term <laughs> i'm i'm i have i have a big chest there you go I'm she has quite, an ample bosom apparently uh, yeah i have ample bosom so i can't actually do too much because it will be too much even the smallest amount is too much right so i have to be careful with what i'm doing when it comes to what's happening right if i'm doing body con then yes boo you're going to be able to see my curves if i'm wearing like a normal pencil skirt you're going to see curves if i'm wearing a body con dress which i hardly ever do i really like my shift dresses to be honest then you know but there are going to be bits on show but it will always always be tasteful you know if i'm doing small skirt then yes you will see thighs (laughs) 
child you will see thighs and that's what the doctor ordered okay you will see it right however it is going to be tasteful my name is not jezebel or temptress um those are not my names my name is tina that's not my name that's not okay my name. so they call me stacy <laughs> sorry they call me right huh. so <laughs> am i seducing him so if, if i'm looking appealing if i'm looking aesthetically pleasing to him am i seducing him probably right Pro- probably because when i see when he's wearing that shirt that nice shirt with the cufflinks, right? With the matching blazer and shoe and, and trou- tight trouser. When he, he's seducing me, okay? Um, am I seducing him so we can smash? No, I don't want him to see me and be like, let's go find a room. That's not what the goal is. The goal is, remember I said defibrillator. It's not smashing. It's not, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, not, it's not smashing, okay? Am I seducing him so he can think about smashing me? I mean, it probably happens. When, you, when you're when you seducing somebody, the later one down the line may not be instinctively, but you're thinking, you know what? I want, <laughs> I want to be so crude. What that mouth do, though? No, but that's not what Wow, <laughs> wow. Guys, we're going to have to stop it there because I think we've reached... <laughs> That no, point of no like, return in the podcast that we can't not, return from. So like, am I seducing him so he can think about smashing him? <laughs> no. You got a pretty mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say that when we said that. I need you to be able to distinguish the difference between our voices at this particular juncture in this podcast. <laughs> she said it in the accent as well. Wow. Who are you? My name is Oh. Wow. That was such a southern accent. Wow. Um, so yeah, so not intentionally, but I mean, it may have, it may cross my mind whether if I'm putting on an outfit and I'm like, oh my gosh, this looks so cute. Um, I'm not thinking, okay, I want him to smash, but it is something. Well, he does. He finds it sexually appealing. I, I don't think it will ever cross my mind sexually appealing, but it, it, it might just happen. It, it's inevitable that if somebody looks attractive, you're going to think about smashing because our minds are perverse. Okay. Um, is it causing him to stumble? Singly? Single is not a word, <laughs> but is it calling him to stumble? No, me looking like a snack is not going to be the one thing that causes my man to stumble. What causes us, what causes him or us to stumble is a whole bunch of things. And then maybe me looking like a, the nicest snack is the cherry on top. Or it could be the foundation and the other things I've built off it. Like if, wow. it's, if it's a case of I'm looking so much like a snack and then he goes home thinking, oh my gosh, this woman is so paying, she looks so beautiful. And then he starts like having wet dreams or masturbating. So I was maybe the foundation. But then if he has tendency to masturbate, that's happened before me okay so it could be i could be the cherry on top or i could be the foundation you don't we don't necessarily know um will it contribute to him stumbling absolutely yes you being a snack you looking like a snack is absolutely going to be a contribution to him stumbling and i think us women and us men have to realize that yes it may not be the single defining factor of causing your man or your woman to stumble or to have sexually impure thoughts but it is a contributing factor do i care nope Okay, yes. Okay. Um, I, I care. I care if it's not. not. I'm joking. I care. It's my man. I care. Right? Other people, I don't care for what you think about me. But my man, I care. Right? Um, I don't... I don't know. I want to look appealing and attractive to my man. I want him to not be able to take his eyes off me. And I want him to be... I want him to not want to blink just in case he misses something for a second. And likewise, I want to... I want to look at my man and be like, oh my gosh, I find you so attractive. And attractiveness isn't just in your outward appearance it's also your character because you can look like the most beautiful person but if your heart is rotten then you're not attractive Mm. and I think if we're going back to the whole premise of what modesty is from the outside as I said you can either be dressed you can be completely naked 
or you can dress like a dustbin and you can still have a um a, a whorish attitude so attraction to me isn't just necessarily what i'm wearing or what he's wearing but the fact that his character his heart is also good so can so to answer the question to summarize i'm closing, can, <laughs> I'm, closing, I'm, closing. <laughs> I'm closing i'm closing can christians look like a snack or can christians be attractive yes they can um, so yeah, I agree that there's absolutely nothing wrong with looking good. Um, but if the aim is to look sexually attractive, cause there's a difference between looking attractive and mm. looking sexy, mm. you know, sexy is like, I want someone to want to have sex with me. That's mm. what sexy is. Mm. And even if you're not intending to be sexy, mm. that's, you know, that's, that's different to, um, you know, you setting out to, okay, what am I going to wear today? So that I look sexy. Do you know what I mean? So can we look attractive? Yes, we should look well, to, well put together as Christians. We want everyone to know that God is looking after us, that we're not down and out and in the dumps. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So to the best of your ability, you actually need to look well to put together so that people know that, okay, you know, some, not, nothing's wrong with this person. In Matthew 5, it talks about, you know, when you're fasting, don't, you know, um, stop creaming your face and stop showering so that people know that something's wrong, but actually cream your face better than before so that, you know, people are like, okay, nothing's wrong with this person. They look mm. great. Do you know what I mean? So I think you, there is definitely a well put togetherness that we can do and it doesn't have to be a sexually attractive thing or sexually attractive by intention. Mm. Um, I think trying to look sexually attractive to somebody who's not your husband or wife is dangerous. Someone who's not your spouse is dangerous because especially in this world where we date a lot of people that we can date and do date. Do you know what I mean? From the time that you're 16 to the time that you get married, if you get married when you're 44, you're not going to only have had one boyfriend and most probably you're not likely to only date one person in this day and age Mm -hmm. right so if you're trying to look sexually attractive to every single person that you date Mm -hmm. i think that's a there's a problem there Mm -hmm. personally to me Mm -hmm. because it's like you might date 10 people none of those are your husband but then those people we're dressing like we want those people to find us attractive to the point that we they want to have sex with us and for me that's problematic Mm -hmm. um Call me a prude, but I think it's the complete opposite of some of the things that Tina said. But we're different on relationships anyway, so it's like I'm just convicted in a different way to her. Um, I think I go a bit too over the top with stuff Mm. because I know how I'm like, and I know that if there's just one chance, (laughs) boy, I'm taking it to slip. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like I will put the banana peel on the floor so that I can slip on it. Do you know what I mean? Like like, that's my my issue. So that's why I have to be so guarded with myself. so it's all well and good of us trying to absolve ourselves um, of, our, of how others see us. But it's a very kind of Cain and Abel, I'm not my brother's te- keeper type mm. thing. And mm. I don't think that's how we should act. So I'm going to respond to the, the things that Tina said. Um, she said, am I seducing him? Probably. So then my response to that is, is that okay? Mm. And in my opinion, no. She said, am I seducing him so we can smash? No. Obviously, we're going to say no, because why would we actively want to do that but i feel like somewhere in there we 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 obviously if we're wanting to be physically arousing that we tell ourselves okay i'm not doing this so that he wants to smash mm. like there must that with there must be somewhere inside of ourselves even if it is subconsciously for me it wouldn't be subconsciously but <laughs> you know sometimes it's self-consciously like i want to look this list good so that well the so that is can only really be one thing like i don't really mm. uh, we we're always trying to um to lessen the blow for ourselves so mm. that we don't feel bad but mm. personally i just know myself so well and i know that if i'm trying to look sexy mm. it's because i want you to want to sex me mm. it rhymes so it must be true mm. um she said am i seducing him so he can think about smashing me and then she said not intentionally but then 
like I said, I think I've just said that. Like it's, you know, it might not be intentional, but it is subconsciously. subconsciously but then yeah. is that okay just because it's not intentional? Mm. Just because I didn't say I'm going to wear this exact thing so mm. that he wants to have sex with me. So that you can scatter that that okay? your mind <laughs> so that you can just... <laughs> <laughs> um, she said, is it, um, is it causing him to stumble? She said, no. Um, and, and I kind of think like... But she kind of said in her her point after that, like it's contributing. Yeah. So then, what's the difference? Do you yeah. know what I mean? Because like, if that's the tip on the iceberg, or the no, tip on the iceberg, the tip of the cherry on top. I don't or know. The tip if of that's the, the tip of the iceberg, that's it. See, <laughs> English. She's a teacher. Um, Sometimes. she's not an English teacher, but you know, whatever. Um, I couldn't be an English. Teacher. <laughs> I'll be teaching them pigeon. <laughs> Imagine. Um, yeah. So if it's contributing, does it matter if it's not causing? Like, what's the difference? Yeah. Like, all contributions are causes. Yeah. Um, um, um when it do I she said do I care nope and obviously she's joking but at the same time it's problematic because if we love someone we really can't say that we don't care if they stumble do you know what I mean Absolutely. and sometimes we have that we have that kind of thing like it's not my fault if he thinks that I'm so good enough to eat that he's thinking about me in the shower and this that and I'll be like it is though it is your fault if you're purposefully trying to make him feel that way you want him to be hot and bothered when he sees you like yeah. we need to tone it down yeah there's a there's a really really amazing article by um Nia Cerise. um she has this amazing article that she wrote I'm gonna try and find the link and post it somewhere but then also you can just follow her her um, on YouTube she's got a YouTube channel called Crowned in Faith and um, she basically writes about her her relationship with her boyfriend and about how you know just because like when people say they lo- they love you so much that they can't keep their hands off you or they want to they they love you so much that they want you so bad that they can't they can't stop but sin with you that's not love. That's mm. the opposite. That's mm. lust. Um, mm. love, lust is not the opposite of love, but whatever, you know what I mean? Like, that's not love. That's like lack of self-control and lack of restraint. Mm. Do you know what I mean? So we have to be really, um, if we really love someone, then we'll deny ourselves and the pleasures of ourselves and how we want them to feel about us and how we want to feel about ourselves and blah, 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 to make sure that they are the best that they can be. So we need to really, um, especially with our partners, be considerate enough to think that if this person especially because a lot of us struggle with with self-control especially when it comes to sex especially guys personally I think I struggle more than guys do but that's neither here nor there I think it's really important that we be responsible for each other and say like hey I know that x y and z turns this person on so I'm not gonna do it not I'm gonna do it because you know just for flirtation purposes or mm. just so that they feel a bit tickled or blah, blah, blah. But at the end of the day, I don't want it to lead anywhere because mm. whilst it might not lead anywhere between us or mm. for me personally, for the other person, that might be hell for them. Do you know what I mean? Like, mm. oh my gosh, like, I'm thinking this and that and the other. And yeah, it's actually What can I really do? And I'm not going to do it. But do you know what I mean? Like, it's really, it's really um quite bad. And the thing is, we go through that anyway. Even if, even if I see your ankle, it's me, let's go. But do you know what I mean? So then, how much worse than if you're actually trying to look arousing to that person or mm. you're trying to look mm. you know just on the edge of sexy or do you know what I mean like we should I don't think we should be towing the line so much mm. I think we should just dress how we know the Holy Spirit wants us to dress and that's mm. really it if the Holy Spirit says no then it's got to go mm. do you know what I mean and I literally had to have a clearing out of my wardrobe because the Holy Spirit was like where are you going in any of these clothes any of this clothes here where are you going and I was like I really don't know and he was like so you need to get rid of all of them mm-hmm. so I got rid of all of my clothes and now I have no clothes even now to this day that was years ago and even now to this day I still do not have clothes she's lying clothes. no I don't she's Tina. Lying. I don't I actually don't I'm not saying I have no clothes but I don't have like 
the types of clothes that I used to have when I used to go out. Doesn't mean that you don't have like, clothes. No, but you know what I mean. It's hyperbole. Yeah, I know. Oh. But you say oh. I, d- I don't have. You oh. have going out clothes. I don't. Jesus. I don't. I actually don't. So I have to go out. Skirts. What do you wear? We don't go out. This is the thing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't. Where do we go? Where do we go? When was the last time we went out? Falaji Sundays. Was, is that what it's Falaji called? Falaji or Faji? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it's called. Falaji. I don't know what it's called. Falaji Sundays last year. Is that not the last time we went out? I can't remember anything. Yeah, and we go to lots of Christian events. So yeah, yeah, but we yeah, wear jeans. We wear jeans on the top. Yeah, top. We yeah, don't dress up. We don't, let's know? go out. Somebody invite us Apple, out. Invite us, you know? We're, we're fun. Listen, any party you have, we will actually make it Ain't more no lit. Party like a hair so hair that doesn't invite us. Too long. Ain't no party. Has a party because I have a party. It's too long. Eh, your party won't be lit if Tino and Fumi are not there. <laughs> okay. Um, what was I saying? So, okay. So, we have to remember what Jesus says. Matthew 5, 27. You have heard that it is said to those of old, you shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that whoever looks at a woman to lust for her has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Mm. If your right eye causes you to sin and pluck it out and cast it from you, it is more profitable for you that one of your members perish than for your whole body to be cast into hell, etc., etc., etc. Um... And then Songs of Solomon 8.4 says, I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, do not stir up nor awaken love until it pleases. Mm. There's a difference between looking well put together and looking sexy. Mm. Don't get me wrong. People can find you sexy without you making an effort to be sexy. Mm. You know, you can just be wearing your your satin bonnet and taxi bottoms and then someone can find you so sexy i want to ravish you there and then that's not your problem you didn't do that (laughs) you that's not your fault you didn't aim for that to happen Mm. but if you're actually picking certain skirt because you know that it goes with your body just right and and you're wearing you're just the right amount of cleavage to not look slutty but just look Mm. then it's like we're intentionally trying to put our partners or other people in these traps um and it's not even just a sexual thing sometimes we're trying to make girls look at us and say also oh, I'm, I'm speaking from a girl's point of view now because i'm not a boy obviously but mm. um like sometimes we're dressed in this way because we want girls if to look at I us and be like oh my gosh she's so pretty we want everybody to look at us and say oh my gosh she's so amazing and it's like why do we want that it's for mm. self like like tina said earlier it's because we're seeking attention and that's mm. not it's not what god wants from us mm. modesty is about not seeking attention from everybody not being like dressing look at me look at mm. me look at me like even me i used to wear like bold colors all the time like that was my thing like bold lipstick i used to wear sometimes i still wear like blue lipstick or whatever depending on the event but i used to wear I like, like purple lipstick blue blue this that do you know what I mean all the time and now I've kind of toned it down a bit because I don't want everyone to look at me it's not all about me all the time mm-hmm. so that's what I think we need to um get into the the mindset of we can't dress like in a way that is like okay I want this guy to jizz in his pants like that's not mm-hmm. appropriate mm-hmm. even if it's not cleavage or it's not leg or it's not bum mm-hmm. just because it's not any of those things if it's you know he's gonna jizz in his pants mm. and look at you. Then it's, mm. then don't dress like that. Simple. Mm. It doesn't matter how much clothes or how much glitter clothes you've got on. Mm. It's it's irrelevant. The amount of leg that's shown is irrelevant. Mm. We kind of have these standards, and then we're like, okay, I'm not ticking this box or this box and this box, so I'm fine to go. But no, you know in yourself how you're dressing and why. Mm. Evaluate how you're dressing and why. If the why is wrong, take it off and wear something else. And also, I just want to add one thing that is just kind of, it's kind of not relevant, but I just want to say it anyway, because I don't know where else I'm going to say it. But sometimes I see people 
taking sexy selfies and posting it with scripture. Can we stop doing that? Can we stop? Can we stop? Can we stop? Mm. Who are we doing it for? Who is it for? Who is it for? Can you tell me who it's for? No, I need to know who it's for. I really want to know who it's for because it's not for me. Are you trying to get people to Jesus or to you? Like, what is that about? You don't have to um, post, especially you guys, yeah, posting with your arms showing. You'll be doing flexing and then underneath you'll be putting scripture. Why? Why? What has your muscle got to say about Matthew 6.33? What is it? What does your muscle have in common with Matthew 6.33? Can you actually tell me? Because I don't actually know. Can we stop doing that? Can we stop doing that? And people say, like, it's not that deep. Like, it doesn't matter. It's not that deep. Like, but isn't it, though? Like, the Bible says um, in Song of Solomon, that um, Song of Solomon, chapter 2, verse 15, catches the, the foxes, the little foxes that spoil the vines, for our vines have tender grapes. Like, it's the little foxes that are the ones it's the small things it's not the massive things oh when you murder somebody okay god doesn't love you it's not that like it's the small things that build up over time that we we forget about that are the ones that break down our heart condition and make us not indifferent but maybe indifferent let's just we'll use the word indifferent decent see this one english you don't know <laughs> listen come if you need tuition yeah if you need to speak english i know some of you don't speak english like me so if you don't speak english come to tina she'll don't teach you english because one more let me do it anyway because i don't have any time no, she doesn't she doesn't she doesn't just <laughs> listen to the podcast i'll tell and her and listen oh, well well take notes like, you don't have time to do that you don't, you don't. She doesn't. <laughs> i think that's pretty much all i have to say and i'm sorry for going on that rant i know that some people will be offended and it's like it's not I that i don't care no but like people who want to be offended will always be offended mm-hmm. do you know what i mean so i'm not here to offend you but i'm not here to not offend you either Blessed like is he who's not offended exactly us. sometimes we need to hear it and that's okay if you're a christian you have to actually accept that sometimes there's things that you're doing that might be wrong and you need to change them for god as a as a christian that should be a completely normal process of thought to you and if it's not then you really need to get to that place or otherwise i i don't know and i think a small segue just be- off the back of what you've just said is that a lot of christians don't like to be chastised yeah we don't like um, to self-evaluate we don't like, we don't we don't like, like to think we don't oh, like correction from right, god or... and we don't like correction yeah. from man yeah and i think that's one of the biggest one of the issues the that we have said you're a fool if yeah. you don't <laughs> exactly <laughs> you're full and you're going to spoil you're going to make yourself water yeah you know so i think we have to learn to be chastised and we have to uh, uh, and go with it go with the motion if god doesn't pull you up by your boot your bootstraps then you and god aren't really as cool as you think you are you know he's gonna tell you about yourself because he is god and you are you he has to and he might do that directly to you or he might do that through somebody else it might be a convicting message so you have to hear it otherwise you're not gonna grow and that's the whole point we're not trying to kill you. We're not trying to stop your fun. It's not that we're saying, oh my gosh, you should just cut off your breasts. That's not what we're fun. saying. You know, we're not saying that. We're not saying that you should now pop your muscles. We're not saying that, you know. No, keep but, them, honey. <laughs> They'll come useful one day. And keep your, and, and, and keep your beard because that also will come useful. <laughs> just one day. One just, day in the future. Just, just you know? day. The day that after I, we have, I foresee. You know, and let I me tell you, let me tell you what day the muscle and the beard will come in. Yeah, after we've done signed the registry office, I'm supposed to be on the way to the reception, but we'll just say, driver, don't stop at all. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, listen, it's this is a conversation a, that we don't actually need to be having right now, to have it. Episode right now, to be honest, but... But we're just letting you know that we know the thing, innit? It's song. It's song. <laughs> song. Anyway, Let's okay. Let's get it on. <laughs> oh, baby. Okay, so now we want to talk about the heart check. What are some questions that we can ask ourselves? How can we check our hearts? Yeah. Okay, so as you guys... Um, already know I'm an extremely sensual not sexual but sensual person can I just say something that the word sensual and sexual mean the same thing so I don't know what you mean by that I don't understand sensual for me is not necessarily um, I feel like sexual as in your own particular 
Let's look at it. Let's your look own. at it. Let's look I at the definition. Because when I say sensual, definition that you made up for yourself or the one that everybody else I feel like the one that I made up for myself. Okay. Let's together. Because sensual is almost even worse in a way. Because sexual just means about sex. Whereas sensual means like fleshly or carnal. That is also true. So of or arousing gratification. So sensual means of or arousing gratification of the senses and physical, especially sexual pleasure. That is not what I meant. (laughs) I'm very tactile. I'm very lovey-dovey. I'm very like all up in your grill all the time. Like I want to love on you. Let me know. I want to love you and treat you right. Okay, so that's very... Hey, why can't I find the notes? I want to love you every day okay. and every night. That's my favourite song. Well, one of my favourite songs. Yes. So because I'm that kind of person, because I'm quite tactile, because I'm quite lovey-dovey, um, I have to check myself at the door a lot of the time, you know? My love for visual and tactile affection um, must submit to God. So my love for affection, my love for attention, my love for being close and feeling the warmth of your embrace and all of that stuff. It has to submit to God. It doesn't matter how lovey-dovey I am. I can't be lovey-dovey if you're not my husband. You have to just relax. I have to relax. And I have to tell myself to relax a lot of the time because it's very easy for me to go from one zero to 100. Like it honestly doesn't take that much. So I have to make sure that I check myself at the door. And that's something that we as Christians, we have to do. So when it all comes to a head, and I think women and guys, we have to really... Um, ask ourselves this when it all comes to a head I don't want my man to sin or be in such lust that he begins masturbating or anything of the sort I want him to be honorable before God I want him to stand upright and strong and almost blemishless and if he has a blemish it's nothing to do with me you know what I mean I want my earnest desires to help cultivate an honorable man of God and that should be our first and foremost priority is to make sure that your spouse your fiance, your boyfriend or your girlfriend is honourable. Me and me have conversations about just how much it would break God's heart mm. after you've smashed or you've had you've done a little bit of fandoodling or whatever it may fan be. Fandoodling, wow. You know, you've done a little stuff and having to go to God like a doofus the next day, that's just, it's long. Like Trust me, journey. been there, done that. For for me, if I know that I've gone, I've crossed the, the, the line, I can't pray. What you're not going to have me do is go to God looking like a fool. You know, I can't pray. Imagine going then not being able to communicate with your father father the, the knock-on effects that yeah. may have so we have to think about although it may feel good it may every hair on your body may be standing to attention because you're so aroused but think about what's going to happen tomorrow morning you know when you actually need to go to before god and you can't you know let's start thinking of the long you know the the let's think of the end let's begin with the end in mind should i mm-hmm. say you know um right here's a screen here's a few scriptures for you Okay, Proverbs 4, 16. I'm going to be really quick. Proverbs 4, 16. For they cannot sleep unless they do evil and they are robbed of sleep unless they make someone stumble. I'm talking about people who intentionally or maybe subconsciously, but you know, it's intentionally. Subconsciously intentionally. (laughs) Do things that are causing somebody else to stumble. Listen, it's a serious thing. For they cannot sleep unless they do evil. It's actually evil you're doing. You're actually doing evil. And they are robbed of sleep unless they make someone stumble. There's people, (laughs) they're chicks, Listen, right? There's people plotting. There's guys, this girl the night before is plotting on how what to wear to scatter your brain, like I just said, right? What to wear to scatter to scatter your brain. Yeah, I'm doing it. Trust me. I'm telling you. I've already looked on ASOS. What to I type in search bar. Scatter <laughs> mind. What to wear to scatter mind on first date. That's what I typed in Google. Okay? 
I pray intentionally, right? Um, Psalms 140, verse 4. Keep me, O Lord, from the hands of the wicked. Preserve me from violent men who have purpose to trip up my feet. You know, and this one is not even an intentional, oh my gosh, they purpose to kill me. No, they just purpose to trip me up. Because if you trip somebody up so that they stumble, you know what I mean? So that they slow down their pace. They're slowing down their, your walk towards Christ. See scripture connection. Okay, um, Matthew 16, 23. But he turned and said to Peter, get behind me, Satan. You are a stumbling block to me for you are not setting your mind on God's interest, but man's Ouch! I'm reading this from the Christian Standard Bible. I think the translation, it really, really bangs. And it's really, really, really nice. You're setting your mind on, you're not setting your minds on God's interest, but on man's. So this is God speaking. This is God. This is Jesus speaking to, uh, to Peter, you know, are our attentions on God or on man? Mm-hmm. Okay. Matthew 18, 9. If your eye causes you to stumble, think for me, he's already said this, so I'm not going to read it. But yeah, ladies, he will have to cut you off if mm-hmm. you keep causing him to mm-hmm. sin. And and just understand that. If you keep, if you've got this God-fearing man, right? That's your, you think that's if your about yeah? yeah? And you keep intentionally causing him to sin, he will have to cut you off. Girls, if this dude keeps coming around and doing certain things that are not appropriate, then you have to cut him off. Yeah. Um, Matthew 18, 7. Woe to the world because of its stumbling blocks, for it is inevitable that stumbling blocks come. But woe to that man through whom the stumbling block comes. So there's things in world. So basically this is saying the world has its own set of issues. You turn on the news, you turn on every film that comes out in Blockbuster, mm-hmm. even if it's a PG-13, there will be some sexual innuendos in that movie. The world has its own issues. The Bible says that the world has stumbling blocks, right? It's inevitable for stumbling blocks to come. But woe to that man through whom the stumbling block has come. So if the world has stumbling blocks, but now you have chosen to pick up one of those blocks and put it in your bag and carry it to somebody's house, <laughs> right? Then you woe to you. So let the world be the world. You don't have wow. to help the world create stumbling blocks yeah yeah we have to stop don't do it because it's better for you to just drown in the sea jesus says jesus says <laughs> <laughs> that's not i just say jesus says then for you to continue doing what you're doing yeah being a christian requires a lot of introspection if you think um if you're not going to evaluate yourself then christianity is probably not for you to be honest mm. with you like it's not something you'll be able to really go through with mm. seriously if you're not willing to what's that scripture um examine yourself against the scriptures like if you're not if you're not willing to do that then i i don't know where you can really go from here do you know what i mean the questions we need to ask ourselves as christians or as people really is why am i doing this is it because i want people to know i've got money is it because i want people to think i'm cool is it because i want people to think i'm wise or clever is it because i want people to think i'm sexy if you're buying something or posting something or wearing something because of any of these reasons you're most likely not being modest and mm. you need to not do it. Mm. God resists the proud and seeking validation from man and not God is always problematic. No mm. matter what it is, again, it's not o- only about sex. Modesty is not about sex. Let's disabuse our minds of that um, that false truth, that fake news. It's not true. Modesty is not about sex. Modesty is about anything to do with pride and exalting ourselves above Jesus. Don't do it. Dedicated to... Our, our mums who told us that we would get pregnant if we sat next to boys. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fake news, but we want to dedicate it to them anyway. because And the single and searching. I mean, it didn't work, <laughs> but, you know, 
we still we still turned out pretty gaudy. No, I'm joking. <laughs> we st- I mean, what was you doing? All of this talking, talking, talking that you did, but it didn't even help, to be honest with you. I don't even know why you wasted your time and energy, but we love you anyway. We love you anyway. Just so it's on the record. Right. Exactly. Just so you can say that you said it. <laughs> anyway, so that you can say, I told you so, when something pops up. <laughs> oh, mommy, you'll never believe what happened. Yeah, well, I told you so. Okay, sorry. Bye. Okay, so our hashtag scripture for today is Matthew 5, 8. Blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. Remember we said that modesty is about your heart. So blessed are the pure in heart, for they will see God. And that's what we want. We just want to see his face. Yeah. Amen. We want to see him. Okay, let's pray out. Lord, we give you praise. We give you glory. We give you honor. We thank you, Lord, that your Holy Spirit resides in us, oh God, giving us guidance and teaching us and comforting us and just always correcting us when we're in the wrong, mighty God, Heavenly Father. We pray that that voice of the Holy Spirit will be louder than the voices of our own minds. We pray that when the flesh and the spirit are fighting, that the flesh will always lose and the spirit will always win. We pray, mighty God, that every pride that we have, every time that we try to seek attention and exalt ourselves above you, Lord, Heavenly Father, we pray that we can just cast down all of those thoughts we pray mighty god heavenly father that we will just humble ourselves and submit to you almighty god for your word says that if we humble ourselves you will exalt us mm. so we just pray oh god that we can be humble not caring about what other people think about us not caring about how we appear in other people's minds not caring about seeking validation from others almighty god heavenly father and wanting to fit in but not conforming to this world almighty god heavenly father but instead conforming to the image of your son Amen. 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 And Lord, just as the scripture says, blessed are the pure in heart for they will see God. Lord, just how much, just thinking about how much it may hurt your heart to see us look for attention and validation in man when the only source of validation and justification is found in you and your son jesus christ lord we don't we no longer want to put our self-worth in the hands of another man or the hands of another woman we want to put our self-worth in your hands father god help us to Remember to always deal diligently with our hearts, to always make sure that we check in with you when we're doing things, to always be led by the Spirit of God, Lord. Help us to be focused on worshipping you and not seeking attention. Lord, help us to just really, really, really fine-tune our characters and be strict on ourselves, Father God, and how we conduct ourselves, Mm. our moral compass, Lord God. Let us not leave any room for the devil, oh Lord. Let us submit to the Spirit of God. Father God, we just give you thanks, we give you praise, we give you glory. We thank you for how patient you have been with us your mercy your grace that is everlasting we thank you for carrying us this far father god if there is anybody listening to this podcast who is um, struggling with modesty struggling with sexual sin struggling with impurity father god may you convict them may you help them may you send them help from your holy heaven may the holy spirit give them wise counsel may the blood of jesus wash away every sickness every shame every impurity may angels comfort them right now father god may you send them words from on high father god to lead them in the right path your word says your words are lamp to our feet and a light to our path father god so direct them in the straight and narrow way through your word right now lord in jesus name we thank you father god for how far you've brought me and for me or for me and i Lord, through our struggles past and Hallelujah. present okay so we are so grateful to you for how you're continually sharpening us and how you're continually refining us with yeah. the refiner's fire sometimes Lord, it's not easy but i Woo. thank you for the ability to be corrected by a loving father Amen. oh my gosh just how great is that lord so i thank you continue to be great continue to be awesome we'll continue to serve you in jesus name we pray in jesus mighty and Amen. majestical name wow you, tina's trying to get me to catch a spirit in this <laughs> studio here right now don't do that without warning me okay you can find us on instagram 
Facebook, SoundCloud, and iTunes, hashtag scripture. <laughs> and you can find us on Twitter at HT Scripture. And you can now support us on Patreon, yes. patreon.com forward slash hashtag scripture. Go and support us if you have the the money, if you have the heart for it, if you like what we do here and you want to support because it ain't free, child. I tell you. Um, yeah, and, and honestly, obviously, we've given you season one. You didn't have to pay, but you have to share. You know, now we're saying, like, if you can contribute, please do, because it would really, really help. It would help us to be able to achieve um, keeping the podcast, obviously, online, putting it on more platforms like spotify and google play for example it would help us in you know doing more events shout out to anybody who came to the summer party that we did it was lit sorry if you missed it next time we'll be a bit more um on top of it about communicating it because we didn't really communicate it on the podcast which we should have done um yeah thank you so much for listening guys join us on wednesdays on instagram for our live where we do a live q a about the episode for the week we do indeed and it's also a chance for you to discuss and ask us questions that may or may not be related to the podcast a lot of people ask us questions that are completely off topic and we like to talk so we answer them anyway yeah um feel free to dm us as well our yeah. dms be lit feel free to dm us on instagram and or twitter um we got you bye bye